Hello everyone and welcome to Sober Gay Podcast, the podcast that gives you a front row seat to inspiring stories of people who have found freedom and joy in living an alcohol-free life. Hosted by myself, join us each week as we have fun and engaging conversations with everyday people about their journey to sobriety. From the challenges to the triumphs, come get inspired and learn about the amazing lives of those living a sober life. I really hope you enjoy listening. Please rate, review, and subscribe to this episode. Thank you. Hello. So it's just me today because I just thought, why would I not do a solo app? Because a couple of weeks ago, I reached one year alcohol free, which I am so proud. Um, and I was gonna post this. Do you know what? Actually, I actually was gonna post um solo app on my sober birthday but I gave myself a little break on that day and if any of you of you noticed I did skip an episode I probably should have told you but yeah I didn't have one uh, on my sober birthday which was a couple of weeks ago but I thought I'd record one and I'd post one today um and I'm kind of I feel like I want to do this solo app because I feel like it'll be quite good to just like talk out my year and it might be quite therapeutic for me so I've got my little coffee it's Sunday one of the hottest weekends of the year I think um so apologies if you can hear my fan right in front of my face um but I don't think so you can because I've tested it before recording and I've just come back from my holiday um so I thought while I've got time I'm gonna record and go through this past year and how it's been, how I felt, um, what I've been up to and what's changed. Um, a lot has changed. And yeah, just having a little bit of a recap, really. Um, let me take a swig out of my coffee. That's hot. Um, right. So let's take it right back to September last year. So, well, August bank holiday was the last time I drank. And if you've listened to my other solo episode, that's kind of where I explain the reasonings why I stopped drinking um, and kind of like why I've stopped. So I'm not going to get into too much detail of like why I've stopped drinking because you can go back and listen to that episode. Um... But this episode, I'm just going to talk about what's happened this year. So, as you know, I stopped drinking uh, August last year because I was so done with, like, alcohol leading to other things like party drugs and all this stuff. And it wouldn't happen all the time, but it would just, it, my mental health would just, would, what's the word, would be affected. Like... It's four days of of feeling like shit after you've gone on a night out and just gone too far and I just had enough of it. So I just wanted to try 30 days. So I started on TikTok thinking that I would probably do longer than 30 days of no drinking. And I did do 30 days. And I enjoyed posting on TikTok that much then that I continued. Um, 
and I work in social media now so it's like it's funny that like obviously I do it's obvious that I was enjoying posting because I love creating content and any of you that do follow me on TikTok will see that I just love posting anyway so I was just like okay I'm stopping drinking let me document it online plus it's something that I really enjoy doing is creating content being creative and and it actually I was getting good feedback from it and people were enjoying the content so I continued and in a way I feel like TikTok made me continue on this path to sobriety and not only that like the benefits of not drinking were slowly like being shown to me like you know the first the first few weeks like you do get better sleep like it happened pretty quickly to me um it just felt great that this was something exciting that was happening in my life I saw it more as like a benefit that was happening more than that I was like losing it like losing the alcohol so anyway that first month happened September two pretty big things happened that month actually so I had a Hindu in Benidorm which was like a long weekend and we had a beautiful villa and that was only like maybe three weeks in or something like that and I actually remember waking up on I think it was the Saturday morning and we were in this beautiful villa there was like a beautiful view and it was just the sun was coming up and I had my little morning coffee and I made a TikTok of it because I was like, wow, everyone else is in bed. I've woken up feeling fresh on an, a Hindu weekend in Benidorm. Like, this feels great. And I remember that moment being like, okay, this I'm very early into my not drinking, but I'm really enjoying this feeling. So I was like, this is definitely something that I can, I can, what's the word? I can get used to, you know? And honestly, like, even though it was like three days away, it felt like I had a break. It felt like I had time to relax in this beautiful villa with friends. And it was fun. So I was like, okay, that's interesting. I've done my first little mini holiday. Um, anyway, a few weeks after that, I think it was still in September, yeah. Oh, no, it wasn't, actually. So that was the main thing. And then, obviously, in, in October, was it October or November? Anyway, the first 100 days, I had a wedding. So I had two weddings. Oh, my God, I had two weddings. So I had my one of my good friend's um wedding and um my partner's friend's wedding. Um, I think it was, like, September and October, yeah. And I didn't drink for one of them. Well, both of them, obviously. But um, first of all, I didn't drink for one of them. So I started that. And what I noticed with that one was the wedding was in like a hotel. And we had, James and I had booked a room in the hotel. um, And that was kind of like something that I have carried on realizing that is really important to have 
So I feel like I'm not making sense now. But basically, having that bedroom in the venue allowed me to be able to go up to bed whenever I wanted. And for me, that was super important because I didn't know at the time that it was important. But now I know it's important because it's something that I kind of look for now. Um, um, and when I can't, when I'm in a situation where I can't go home easy, or if that makes sense, then, or at a time whenever I want to, or when when I feel like I'm done, then I'm a bit like, ooh. But at that moment, we we had we had we had a hotel room, so I. I had had a great day at the wedding. It was my first sober wedding. Um, and by 11 o'clock, I was like, okay, I'm done. I'm going to go up to bed. I had a shower. And, you know, in the hotel, you get a little robe and like slippers and things like that. So I actually just went up to bed, had a hot shower, did my skincare and snuggled up in bed. And I literally felt like, wow, this is great. I'm going to feel good tomorrow. I've had a good day. And I'm snuggled up in a hotel room where usually at a wedding, you would just you would just stumble into bed and you would just not enjoy, I guess, fully the experience of the hotel room. And I don't know. I think that's just something that I feel like is important to me now that like, oh, I'm paying for this nice room. I'm going to a wedding, which I'm going to, I'm gonna I had a good time at, but now I'm gonna enjoy the money that I've spent on this hotel room and snuggle up in my robe in my bed. So anyway, that was great. Um the downfalls about weddings, and I've actually been to how many? Three this year, three weddings this year. And it's always the beginning bit that's difficult. It's always the beginning bit. So if any of you listeners are going to a wedding soon or are so curious and they're like, but I can't stop drinking now because I've got a wedding in like two weeks. Just remember that you literally can, like you're going to have, you're going to have a good time. You, you might find it difficult because it is a bit difficult. But in my experience, like if you pa- push through that first beginning bit where they hand out like Prosecco or champagne or like the, do you know, like the drinks after they like get married, that's for me was the hardest bit because it's just like, it's just something that you do, isn't it? You just, you get given drinks to celebrate. You get given drinks for everything in this country. You get given drinks when you, I don't know, you drink when you're sad, you drink when you celebrate, you drink when you are stressed. You, you're, Do you know what I mean? It's just so ingrained. Anyway, I'm not going off on a tangent on that. What was I going to say? Yeah, so what I've noticed in the three weddings that I've been to, I've pushed through the the beginning bit because I know it's that's the difficult bit. But once everyone gets a little bit tipsy and everyone starts to get a bit like, I kind of personally felt like I was like, oh, okay, this is fine, like, I don't know why that is because everyone starts dancing and I feel like I was more comfortable dancing and things like that. I don't know. I just get, I feel like I had more of like the, an energy come over me like in the evening times on, on at weddings. I don't know why that is to be honest. But if you are listening and you're going to a wedding, 
you can absolutely do it and you won't feel like shit the next day so it's win-win to be honest um on that one so yeah so that was 2022 and now we're going up to christmas time just got a little stick in my cup. Oh, that's not too hot anymore. Right. So, and then other things happened. Actually, I had like my staff, my staff party, that happened like literally the weekend after I decided to stop drinking. That was okay because I was very much in the mindset of my not drinking. But as soon as I got to like a hundred days, I was very proud that I'd done a hundred days. Obviously, shared it on TikTok and all that. And by then, I started noticing that, yeah, sleep was insane. The noticing, for me, right, it sounds so stupid, but for the the, mo- the thing that, have, that has ha- happened to me that I've really enjoyed about not drinking is the enjoying the simple things in life and appreciating them and taking every moment to... Oh, it just sounds proper cheesy, but like you know what I mean, um, and just noticing those like gorgeous things in life, um, whether it's just like, I don't know, tasting delicious food or walking and the sun is going down and it's, I don't know, peaceful and I don't know, or just having a great conversation with a friend and laughing and. I don't know, just simple things in life now. And it's like, I've said it before, but it's like being alcohol-free, like you don't get a high-high, you don't get a low-low. And actually it took me until quite recently to realise that that was going to be like the norm now, now that I've decided to, I don't really want to drink again, but I'm not saying that I'm never going to drink again, but I'm pretty sure that I'm happy in myself now that I don't want to. Um that that was kind of the thing that I used that I was like oh that's a bit weird because I'm not gonna feel like that drunk and high again but then I'm kind of okay with that I'd rather feel like a baseline happiness well you're not gonna be happy all the time but like a baseline feeling than being like drastically up and drastically down like it's not for me now um and I think people will that listen will understand what I mean by when I'm saying that. Um. So anyway, Christmas time. I was actually ready for my first sober Christmas. I was, I'm not going to lie, I was excited for it. I was ready to smash, because I, I was actually feeling really excited to like smash these first goals in the first year, like, my first sober wedding, my first sober Christmas, my first sober birthday. Oh, I forgot to talk about a birthday. Sorry, can you hear that? Guys, I feel like I'm very, like, messy with this with this recording. I feel like I'm going throughout the year really quickly and erratically. I should have written it down, but it's fine. So before I start talking about Christmas, I'll talk about my birthday. So I, me and James went to Ibiza. And because it was, like, past the end of the season, it was, like, Halloween time, because that's when my birthday is, we went to Ibiza for five days. And, yeah, like, a very long weekend. And 
I don't remember the alcohol, the not drinking alcohol as much of an as an issue there, because I think I was yeah I hadn't reached a hundred days yet, and I just knew in my head that I wanted to reach that hundred days, and I just wanted to just like smash, smash another birthday, uh, smash another a holiday without drinking. Um, so I, we had a great time there. It was lovely. We went to like some beautiful beaches and there was one, there's not a huge amount of options for alcohol-free drinks, really. Um, well, in Ibiza, it was just like this one, just one, one, one called, I can't remember what it's called, but it's the one that I've had a lot of the times this year in Europe, but it's, it's all right. Like it's it's fine. It's just like alcohol free beer, but um yeah, that was fine. And yeah, had a great time and then just kind of was like, oh yeah, going on holiday, alcohol free. I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. Um and I was like, I was pretty surprised at myself actually, because like it's not like I was like a huge heavy drinker or anything like that, but holidays, I was kind of thinking before I stopped drinking, I was like how am I going to not drink on holiday? Like, what the hell? Like, I used to love a bevy on holiday. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was, um, that was Ibiza, but it was chill Ibiza, if you know what I mean. I don't know how different it would be if I was going to party Ibiza. Maybe that would be a bit more difficult. But let's talk about Christmas. So, Sober Christmas we i went home for the first time in years actually it was the first christmas that we'd been because during covid we were in australia and i think the year before we had just christmas just me and james in london but yeah so i was excited to go home for christmas because what was that was that something was on my laptop um because i was going to be with my family and it was just going to be quite a cosy Christmas in front of the fire. And it was something new and exciting because it was my going to be my first ever sober Christmas. And I was determined that I wanted to have a sober Christmas. And to be honest with you, apart from a next door neighbour making like homemade Baileys, and giving it to all of us. And obviously I didn't drink it. But that was very tempting. I'm not going to lie. And I don't know why I remember that. Because I just love Baileys. Like Baileys at Christmas time. Elite. And that's one of the things that I missed. I'm not going to lie. And I don't know if they do Baileys alcohol free. But if they do. I need... Do you know what? I'm actually going to research this after. Because that's one of the things that I missed on Christmas Day, was the Baileys. Like, God, Christmas is in the past. I swear I've been able to just, like, down Baileys like it's bloody squash. Do you know what I mean? So, the homemade Baileys didn't drink, but I was very tempted. That was kind of one of the temptations that occurred, but I managed to resist it. And ended up having the most chilled Christmases ever. Like, 
before I've had Christmases where it's so chaotic that like, oh my God, one year I went to a friend's for Christmas and I got so drunk, I don't even remember coming home. Me and James argued, apparently. Um, God, too much information, but threw up everywhere. And I was working the next day, boxing day, when I was working in retail, I literally went to work and the whole room was spinning and I was, my boss was like, are you okay? And I was like, e- yeah. And completely lied to his face. Um, And I'm like, why the hell would I make myself feel like that again? So... You know what? Do you know what I mean? Like talking about these things out loud makes you realize, like, oh, I don't want to feel like that again. So, yeah, sober Christmas completed it. Um, I hope you guys are not bored by now because I feel like I'm just like talking about my year, like, like everyone's interested. But you know, you're getting it. That's what you're getting today. Okay. Um. Right, so we start with 2023. What happens in 2023? Let me remember, scoop, scoop my ears, ears, my brain back. I was looking for a new job because I realised that I wasn't happy in my job. Um, The hours were just a lot. I was working in um a studio, like a photography studio, but it was just it was just very intense. And it wasn't fulfilling me. And I was trying to find a job where I really wanted to like my job and be creative, because that's what I went to uni for. I did a creative degree in textile design. And I've just I feel like since leaving uni, I've done amazing things like travel, went to live in Australia for two years and I loved that and things but like hospitality retail and working in service was just not for me anymore so as much as I had I saw a lot of creative creative things happening while I was working in the photography studio but it was just not fueling me um as much as it should have been you know what I mean? I'm. You know what? Well, I can't talk even. And you know what it's like when you're in your twenties. Like I'm in my late twenties now. I'm literally twenty eight, and I'm like, I was thinking, why am I not getting it? Why am I not feeling like I'm happy in my in my jobs that I'm in and things? Um. So it took me a while, and it took me until May June to. It takes a while to apply apply for jobs. So long. But anyway, I got this opportunity to um, apply for this job, which was right up my street. It was um, in social media. And I I worked hard to try and get it. And I got it. And I'm super proud of it. And I'm so happy that I'm in this job now because I've learned so much. Um, but yeah, that's kind of the thing. That's kind of what happened mainly this year with like career wise but obviously we're not talking about career really we're talking about living alcohol free but um I feel like I've gone on on a tangent now um but I'm like yeah 
would that would has that has having that push of like maybe being more confident in myself that to believe that I can apply for jobs like this and things like that without experience and maybe the not drinking gave me confidence to do that eventually but I don't know because I feel like I've been pretty confident anyway but maybe like reassurance or like self-confidence in like just being like no I can apply for these jobs if I don't have tons of experience um so anyway I started there and I actually found out that I got the job the day that we landed on holiday with two of my best friends and my boyfriend fiance oh my god how am I forgetting this guys I got engaged I actually got engaged I was gonna say boyfriend and fiance no I got engaged in Feb and that was something that I had been planning for a while because basically I a girl that we lived with in Australia she like used to make rings and things and I, I think she makes them now but I it was something that she like started in lockdown and I was like I need something I want to I want to propose to James and I want to I want to have a ring that's like meaningful so I contacted my friend from Australia and she made me a ring with our initials in it just like a plain silver one and it came it came in January and I was like okay I'm going to propose this year. don't know when, but I'm going to. And I proposed in February. Um, And we just, yeah, it was beautiful. We went to this concert and it was like a candlelight concert, which was quite romantic. And I was like so nervous because I was going to do it after. And I did do it after. And the going back to the point of like no drinking, the fact that even we weren't because we weren't even gonna I wasn't even gonna celebrate with a glass of fizz was like it's just a weird thought for some people, isn't it? It's like what you're not gonna have a glass of fizz when you like propose and or when you're gonna when you when he said yes and and I was like no I I think I was then even I was even then I was so certain that I didn't want to drink anymore that I was like no I don't I'm not going to no so yeah so got engaged which was so gorgeous like honestly it was so beautiful and came home and then a girl at work and made like this like cake saying like will you marry me on here and he was blindsided like shocked so that was that was a nice surprise um so yeah not sure when we get married yet but but just enjoying the engagement and just trying to figure out what kind of wedding we want and just those exciting little start start bits of being fiancés um so so yeah then a couple of months later I had been applying for jobs and all this kind of stuff and then anyway me my friend 
with two of my best friends and James, we went to Barcelona together. And as soon as I landed, I got an email saying that I'd got the job, which I was so excited about. So, so excited about. And as soon as we got to the hotel, the hotel was so nice. And I actually found it a little bit difficult with not drinking on this holiday. And two of my best friends, they're not big drinkers at all. But one of the days, I think it was the day that we got there. Because, you know, when on the first day you get excited and, like, they had a couple of cocktails and James had some drinks. And I was literally like, I've just had a new job today. I've just found out that I've got a new job. I'm on holiday with two of my best friends and my fiancé. And why am I not having a cocktail? Like, why the hell am I not having a cocktail? Like, it was that split moment in my head was like, this is, this is weird not having a drink on holiday. And actually, like, but then I feel like my head is quite strong then, what I've noticed this year is because, I was like, no, like, I don't want to drink because I know that I'll I'll feel shit tomorrow or, like, maybe I'll go too far tonight or, like, I won't enjoy the next day as much. And I just had learned so much by, by listening to podcasts and creating my own podcast with talking to other people and even having, like, a sober coach. Like, I had um, Annika, which... Um, I went on her a course which was called Sober and Soulful and like that was I can't remember how many weeks it was um, but that was amazing and having like an online coach I feel like learning all these things in the moment where you're thinking oh I want to I'm I want to celebrate and have a cocktail you think of all the things that you've been taught and you've listened to like and then you think no I don't need it so my head is very strong in the fact that it's like, I don't want to drink. So that holiday happened. We, it was a kind of like a mix of like a friend's holiday. And then like me and James like stayed for a couple of days. And then it was uh, the weekend after that, it was like a, another Hindu. And at that point, I was so confident in my sobriety that I was just like, I don't need alcohol. I don't need it. Um, I want to point out as well that I feel very lucky in the sense that I've got a lot of people around me that don't really drink that much. Like my best friend Liam, he doesn't drink. Two of my girl, two of the girls, like they're they they don't really drink that much. I have another friend as well, he doesn't drink. Like I know it's very rare, but like my friend, my circle doesn't really doesn't really drink really that much so in a way I feel like that is quite a lucky thing for me because I know that it can be difficult for others that are sober curious and want to want to cut down their drinking but are in a friendship group where maybe maybe is based around alcohol or is very like an alcohol heavy friendship I don't know does that make sense so I can understand why it could be difficult for people because you don't want to feel like you're left out. 
but just remember there's so many like things out there that you can like resources kind of like even tiktok community there's online groups like even even like i feel like up and down the country even up north we've got like flamingo af they do like sober raves there's a house of happiness down in london they do events like every can't remember now every three months or something like that um there's just there's something f- now in 2023 that is that is help out there that is help so if you are feeling like you want to cut down or stop drinking just like just have a little rummage online because you will find a community that will resonate with you and for me that community is the tiktok community because everyone is so supportive on there um and i just love seeing everyone else's journeys on there and that's been a huge part of this year actually is the is the tiktok community like i've loved sharing my journey online and it's been a massive help for me and it's been really amazing getting messages saying that it's helped others um so yeah i it's coming to the end of the year now so we are so I started my new job, summertime in London, beautiful, went to a day festival, which was great, did that with my sober bestie, so no really temptation to drink there at all, like by this point I'm pretty strong in myself that I don't want to drink, even when people are like, what sir, when you get married eventually you're not going to get have a drink at your wedding all this kind of stuff and I'm like no pretty headstrong with all of this and like as much as sometimes like you get those points where you're like "Ooh, that glass of red wine I could do with now but I what I do is just try and play it forward gather all of that information that I've learned and just put it in my head in that moment and be like no like literally no I don't need it and I know that is 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 it's easier said than done but you can do it and life is just for me just so much calmer and simpler and I feel like um, I've said it before on my socials and things like that like I, I feel like I am happy with myself within with within myself and like comfortable in my skin and I was before but now I just feel like I've got this like sense of I'm looking after myself I'm looking after my body I'm doing excuse me what is happening can you hear that um I'm just loving loving myself so I'm just gonna close the door because sorry about that um so yeah in a way that's kind of what I wanted to talk about really just a little recap of my one year alcohol free um I'm very proud of myself if anyone is listening and want any advice or anything like that just send me a message I am on tiktok at the sober gay but I'll I'll put all this information in the in the recording. But um 
But yeah, if anyone is out there and is is listening to this episode and is thinking, I can't not drink. Like, not drinking is just impossible. It's going to be so hard. Just think, yes, it is going to be hard, but also it's so, so, so rewarding. So rewarding. Like, you gain so much more. You you really do. Like, this time last year, I never thought I would be, like, feeling like this. Like, even things kind of, like, exercise. I used to not enjoy exercising. Now, I get excited to go to the gym and do weight training. Like, I've even been able to start running this year and completed a 10k run, like, you you'll do things that you just won't ever think that you would want to do or feel like you've wanted to do before it's just mad and i'm very excited for the next year to bring on year 2 of no drinking and i'm excited to continue to interview people on this on this uh, podcast and again thank you guys so much for listening and for following this episode because it does really mean a lot to me um, it's just my way of just sharing content out there because I know because I I know that it helps people, and I I love doing it. So it's a win win. So I'm gonna go enjoy the sunshine, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. And yeah, bye bye. Once again, thank you so much for listening. If you want to find me online, I am on Instagram at Sober Gay Podcast. I am also on TikTok under at the Sober Gay underscore. I'll see you next week.